Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is June 12th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm, uh, I'm doing good. I, I think I need to issue an apology. What's oh, This is uh, just like old times, right off the bat. What's the apology for? I, I feel like I owe Tom Lehman a, a little bit of an apology. I shouldn't have lumped him in with, uh, with the likes of J.J. Henry and, and uh, Anchor Boys and... Uh, David Frost. Yeah, David Frost. What do you shoot? 65? 65, yeah. Lowest round in like nine years, I think I saw. He played, he good. Is... He played great last year in Minneapolis, too. He did. He did. Um, hey, is there anyone that's like just more synonymous with like a certain brand? Like as soon as you say Tom Lehman, everybody just shouts, Dockers, right away. Maybe Paychecks with Saloomin. Like Little, it just... little Saloomin. <laughs> Everybody, without fail, everyone's just like well, Dockers, I Mr. Say, Dockers. If you say Justin Rose, I say Anma. Anma. <laughs> Another low round. Now that he's out from under the the now shackles of Anma. Anma. <laughs> yeah, not a good look for Anma. Tough, tough day for Anma. Uh, you see, by the by the way, you see the anchor boy. Did you see uh, Scott McCarron's putter fell apart. Yes, is that I karma? Did. I did. I one of our. Uh, Daniel uh, DePago De yeah. notified me, and I uh, I replied with anchors away. You think there's some sabotage? Like he's not, no longer in the sort of comfort of the senior tour where no one cares or, you know, he can get away with it? It's, there's That there was some sort of sabotage before the round? I mean, I think the PGA Tour bagroom holds its, uh, its, its contest of competition when they can see it pretty... Uh, pretty seriously they don't they don't necessarily they can't see the ct reading so they can't break drivers that are illegal but uh all right let's get into the what day did he end up shooting then mccarran yeah uh I don't, I don't know i know frost is down there i know mr 300's way down there clearwater's um, down there keith clearwater's definitely way down there mccarran's t94 old, shot old, 71 old brown down there Another tough day for Olin Brown. McCarron shot the same round as Franklin Corpening, so they both shot seventy-one. Wow! On the wrong side of the cut line with a bad you know. putter, with no putter, with no anchor. <clears throat> what exactly Could have happened? Been a special round. The bottom of it fell out or something. Who knows? I don't know. Who cares? But maybe we should get him on the pod to to talk about it. <clears throat> I suspect sabotage. To be quite honest with you. All right, it was a great day, fantastic day. We we Corpening. That's what I'm saying. I got I got, a mess, I got an email about Frank Corpening. Do you want to go into it right now? Uh, Might as well. No, I don't have it ready. I'll, Return I'll... to golf. We're going to talk Frank Corpening in the first segment. Yeah. I mean, we could do that. 
We could. It's it <laughs> somebody that know, that played junior golf with him. Couldn't believe he heard his name twice in a week. Now three times. <laughs> By the way, just because I said the word return to golf, you notice, I noticed this in the Bamberger article a couple weeks back when he got Shark to talk about this $8 million or this eight-person pot. According to the tour, it, it can't just be, you know, golf is back. It's got to be return to golf, but capitalized, return to golf, italicized. We, we can't, everything's got to be a campaign. Everything's got to be a PR push. Golf is back. Golf is returned, but not just, it's not just returning. It is return to golf, all caps, italicized. So we, we needed a campaign to confirm it. I don't know what's involved in that, but uh, that amuses me to no end. Well, all right. you know, campaigns can be activated eventually. <clears throat> so... I think this day may be remembered for the return to golf, but I think uh, by some. For me, though, it will always be the day that Bryson DeChambeau owned Twitter for at least 30 minutes in the morning. All of Twitter. I'm talking people who don't know anything about the game, people who have just outside curiosity. Who's this thick golfer? Who's the big boy? <laughs> who's, the, who's the big boy? <laughs> On the golf course, I'm telling you, everybody was tweeting about Bryson DeChambeau <laughs> Thursday morning. He owned it, all of Twitter, and it was just a perfect distraction. And you know, when Twitter's usually a place you go find bad news. I mean, obviously that bad news is still coming. That doesn't mean it's stopped. But it was just a fantastic bit of uh, whimsy on Thursday morning, and then he drops this absolutely bonkers quarantine video in the middle of his round you know somebody's posting it for him which we just watched full disclosure as a show prep to reacquaint ourselves we're both crying laughing what the hell is happening here and it was just fantastic he looked he's his outfit incredibly was, thick. was incredible too <laughs> the outfit so, made it the, someone, the black pants some, and then someone, the, the shirt with the black bottom. Was the big just, black, the, the like big black stripe at the bottom. When someone tweeted, I retweeted it. I forget the username. It does look like he's wearing a weightlifting belt. I saw somebody comment, and I, you know, being in this world right now, it, yeah. it looks like maternity clothes. They, they like, <laughs> Where know, they come up with, over the yeah, over the, the belly. <laughs> It looks like, and I can't stop thinking about it. I, I was laughing. I was giggling every time they showed him. I mean, that's the thing is he, every time I see him now, I just start laughing and I can't control it. Like I, he could be doing something very seriously. I just start laughing. He's so massive. It's incredible. The neck just comes down. He, he looks like a square. He's, you know, he's, he's every 90 degree angles everywhere. Um, it was it's like just, a six hole. I mean, he's absolutely <laughs> nuking mur- the ball too. Murdering the uh, ball. the six hole. He like went for the green. It's a three hundred and ninety yard hole. Yeah, and he like he had an easy chip and putt for birdie. It was. I mean, you gotta give him credit. They're, he's, they're, he's on to something. Not on to something. What he's setting out to do is working. A lot of people have failed do trying to add distance, and he's actually doing it successfully this year. Here, I've got some his quotes after the round here. Let me get it going. Um, from players. I mean, I was 220 pounds then. I'm now 236 to 240, depending on the time of day. Um, so I feel like I've got a lot more strength, stability, um, a lot more awareness of the club, and 
I feel like I'm in more control than I ever have been. If you look at the numbers today, I think, right? They're pretty decent. There's a couple good drives, and that's not full boat. That's not the full go because I can't hit it in places out here. You know, there's some some areas it's just I can't give my all. Um, I was thinking about going for 17 today, and I should have done it because I didn't hit the six iron of the fairway. But um, it's one of those things that I'm still learning what to do with my body. I don't know if it'll. Still learning still, what to do with my body. Still learning still about learning shafts. The, the limits of his potential. I, I just love his, it's not full boat. It's not full go. I mean, he leads, he led the field in strokes gained off the tee, which is something he's, you know, done consistently all season. You know, he's this driving stats uh, sort of affirm this approach that what he's doing is working. He's going for 390. And he did say... I forget who comment is he outing that lengthening course is really, I mean, it, it's an admission, right? That it's only helping longer hitters where a place like this, maybe he talks about how he can't go full go. Now he's still led the field and strokes gained off the tee. So, um, it's working. He played well when he shoot 65. Did he have a 65? Yes. Yeah, 65. Well? Um, so, so great thick boy, thick boy could be around for the weekend, which, which makes the, I'll, I'll say this. I give him probably more shit than any person around. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not more than anybody. But he, I love when he's in a tournament because it just brings so much more entertainment value to it. He does it was so an many amazing ridiculous morning. things. It was an amazing morning. Let's talk I, the about sh- the video. The shirt had to be a deliberate choice, right? Horizontal lines, your first event back. Horizontal stripes to make you look thicker. They're not slimming. I think it was a deliberate choice. Um, maternity pants all right let's talk about this video see uh somebody made like a photoshop of an updated thick puma (laughs) no No. the announcers don't know what to do with them they're talking about he's uh meaty beefy you know bulked up they're all using all these terms just to, it's going to become like dj can dunk a basketball type thing where Who said they're the, just, the mathematician 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 that's the new max watt on twitter sent that as a new nickname in addition to you know thick boy fraudulent physicist uh mathematician he looks ridiculous so let's let's talk about um the video uh, by the way, I Golf thought it was back a, and we're talking about the video quarantine video. Well, that's what this podcast was created for. Yes. I mean, what, what, I'm, 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 I'm without speech, flabbergasted by this whole thing. It's Who's 15 filming minutes it? long. It's 15 minutes long. It starts with him coming, walking in his house with his, with his it luggage. Couldn't, it couldn't have been that. That did not happen. No, he, that was reshot day re-shot, one re-shot. coming home with my luggage. I want to He's, know who had this idea. It had to be his. No, if it's if it, it, it had to be his. He had to be driving the bus because I assume an agent or somebody else would throw their body in front of this. Like you can't. Like this is a bad idea. I I don't know. Um, who's filming it? It's like very kind of professionally done, right? It's oh, like yeah. these. They're getting him from angle, like from an atrium angle, and they're getting him outside the house behind the couch. He's forlornly looking out windows with his, you know, leaning on the curtains. He's like, cleaning the pool. He's he's cutting down branches of his trees. I love when he's like picking out it's, limestone. It's. <laughs> 
it starts where he's like just comes out of he's walking across shirtless across his like living room and then he just starts dejectedly flipping bacon in a frying pan what are we what are we getting from this what are we supposed to be doing with this I love that there's no talking in the whole thing. No, no. He's one point he's staring out the window at lightning and like the lightning's, you know, illuminating his silhouette in the window. It's so bizarre. I loved it though. I mean it was it was fantastic. I think I think we need to push this into some independent film festivals. <laughs> Like that is, you know, Kobe had a short video that won the won the Oscar. Yeah. If we could get this is, you know, by no means comparing what Bryson did to that, but if we could get Bryson some sort of like no name film festival award, <laughs> it would be that's really- good. We need the listeners to scout that out. Find yeah. us a film festival to get this in. Submit it. Yeah. Bryson's quarantine <laughs> adventures. Even if we could just uh, get it nominated to see see if he would go. <laughs> when he opens his fridge with no shirt on, he's just like this <laughs> thick boy in the middle of his kitchen. I just burst out laughing. The the bacon. It, and then the workouts are a big thing, of course. There's lots of shots of him working out. So. Shooting basketball. It's it's just a great video if you haven't watched it. I, I love it. Okay. I loved him cleaning the pool and and cutting and like pulling on some branches in his backyard. <laughs> like he actually does that stuff. Who was he walking through the woods with? What was that about? Is he building a course? Is I he building a house? There's no house. narration. We don't know where it's all open to interpretation. Maybe it's more artistic made that way. It's whatever we want it to be. We can kind of imply our own or, you know, Kind of put our own meaning on it. One so. of my other favorite things is how he gets in the Bentley and it's shot like he's driving off by himself, but then he's driving down the road and there's clearly a cameraman in the passenger seat. Yeah. Unbelievable stuff. So uh All right. big big thing today. What I like, Bryson. Uh what else did I like? I like you made a note of this. I think you either texted me or right that the context of Sun J M. He's referred like he made the incredible leap to go early. This is yeah, like this was right off the bat. I think it's it was like Dameron. coffee golf. Yeah, it's like to go from rookie of the year to FedEx Cup number one, as if he's just climbed the career mountaintop, right? Like, well, it might have been harder to get to the top of Rob Bolton's rookie rankings than it did to get to number, number one, one FedEx the- Cup. I would agree with that. It was just like a nice early shot. Right, like we're not back. that he won anything. We're back. We're talking rookie of the year, the FedEx Cup number one. How he quickly ascended the mountaintop. Um, I also enjoyed Dan- Daniel Chopra, now a looper, former FedEx Cup number one. So <laughs> you know this is this is what should have followed. You know, Sung Jay needs to be careful because Daniel Ch- Chopra can can illuminate the travails of what can happen to FedEx Cup number one. He's now looping for Jazz Januananon. So, guy's done everything. He's been on PGA Tour Live. He's now caddied. He's been number one in the world. Um, He's so. been on the West Florida Golf Tour ordering pizzas. <laughs> <That's the course. laughs> I also enjoyed, speaking of caddies, Damon Green. Keeping to himself, didn't get that dumbass little eagle birdie dance or whatever it is, flapping oh, the wings when Sun Kane made the ace. Because, uh, you know, muted celebration. So I, I appreciated that. 
Um, I liked Jordan Spieth. What do we make of that? 65. Now, to be clear, a lot of, lot of enthusiasm on Twitter for Jordan Spieth up that's, to this. That's what I was going to like, is well, all the enthusiasm after one round. <clears throat> 18 holes. He shot 65 in the first round of this event last year. Coming off a of T3 at Bethpage. Like, no one was under any pretension or any kind of illusion that he had figured it out then. So, I, I do. Is it fun? Do I want him to be back playing great golf? Of course. Like if, if we got like Spieth back playing good golf and Tiger's back, like it would be amazing. But yeah. uh, I think the reaction to a sixty-five and he rolled in some putts. It was it started ugly with the bogey, but uh, is this, that's exactly what he shot in this event last year. I uh I asked Tron this today. I was texting with uh old Tron Carter, no Langer, yeah. Tron. Yeah. Um yeah. and I asked him. I said, "Hey, how long did people l- hold on to Ian Baker or Finch for? Like how long?" Yeah. Were people like, "Oh, he's really got it. He's figured it out this time." Yeah. How long did this go on for? I don't know. I have no idea. Why? You think this is going to keep happening? I don't know. You think know. the parallels are the same, <laughs> IBF and speed? It's not the same, but I think I think until he plays like two tournaments where he <clears throat> actually plays four rounds of golf. Yeah. Let's just cool it. Let's cool the Jets. It's one round. He's played a lot of good one rounds. But What were the strokes gain numbers? Golf tournaments are won by by those who play four good rounds. What he, were the strokes gain numbers? He was good. Did he, have he was, he was 20, 20th off the tee, 22nd approach, and 8th uh, okay. putting. So, okay. I mean, he gained 3.8 three shots on the greens today. Uh, yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, Morikawa right back at it. Harold Varner the third. Justin Rose lead. Rose, of course, is oh, getting a call. Tron Carter calling. Speak of the no devil. Way. Um, he must, his ears are ringing. <laughs> so so rose shoots 63 in the morning lights it up uh, just a really uh, not a good day for anma right just the bashing continues um imagine that he's doesn't have to play these you know i gotta be careful i might get an anma deal one day yeah, so i'm gonna be go. careful you know what that bugged me though like nobody even they didn't mention, mention it? it that oh. i could tell and maybe I missed it, but like, people are like, "Oh, he's just playing great after this long layoff." Like, well, yeah, he, he dropped his equipment sponsor too, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> might might be worth mentioning. HV three tied him with a sixty three late. Uh, watching, listening to Nick Faldo try to navigate that very obvious elephant in the room, given the current climate in the country, was. Had me on the edge of my seat, cringing about what was you know. At one point, he goes, "Oh, Harold Varner, good to see him play with uh, everything that's going on." Yeah, I, was like, All right. I heard that. I was like, "Oh God, which road?" Like, I'm not sure if Sir Nick is the one I entrust to navigate that successfully. Uh, Abe answer, Johnny Vegas are also one shot off the lead, so we might have a jog off on the weekend. That'd be interesting. They're playing together. It's now mandatory. They jog off the tee every time together. Do you think Bryson can like even run a mile right now? Because <laughs> he's so thick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way he's done any cardio because that would eliminate all the mass he's putting on. Hey, how, how, do you weigh yourself frequently or no? Not really. Um, 
I don't have a. Can you fluctuate skin. four pounds in? Oh yeah. In a day, yeah. Like that's that's not that crazy, right? Yeah, that's not crazy at all. I I I did not find that to be a crazy statement. I no, just find not it crazy that he told the national public that he fluctuates, like he's that in tune with it, like. Why wouldn't you just say I weigh two forty or two thirty eight or two thirty six? Like pick a number. I I would never tell. So, hey Andy, how much do you weigh? I weigh one seventy five to one seventy eight. You know, depending on the day. You know, nobody would ever say that. That's not a thing that normal people say. <laughs> He's clearly weighing himself four or five times a day. I would imagine. All right. Uh, what else did you like? Anything that really jumped out to you? J- what I would just say, JT like scraped it around and shot 64. I think it was 64, right? Yeah. He's good. And, and he's, like, he's like, you know, I didn't really play well. Uh, but Spieth said 65 and we're like exalting. That's the thing. <laughs> it's the duct tape. <clears throat> yeah. Do you yeah. see? It's, it's until he, I do not trust. Jordan Spieth to put together four good rounds of golf until I see it like at least three tournaments because do he it? hasn't done it in years. Let's do a head-to-head bet. Who finishes? Who finishes higher, Tom Lehman or Jordan Spieth? They're currently tied. You're five just under. you're just begging me to pick Lehman. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> I might be, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'll give you odds. I we'll have to talk about it. I'll, I'll give you odds. Of all the other people, like I would. Yeah. Well, you've already been touting Tom Lehman. You've already apologized to him. I'm just wondering. Like that seems like a good head to head. I would. You Miss, know who I'm Mr. Dockers you know versus Mr. Protect This House. What I'm looking at T57 Kevin Streelman in the Streelman zone. Uh, oh, the Streelman factor. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday streels. Sunday, he's in per prime lurking position. He's been hey, out there. Can we there's... talk about Phil's sunglasses? Sure, I've got them on the list. Talk about whatever he wants. Your podcast. Do you, who do what? you think's making these? What's the angle behind them? <laughs> when's he gonna? When's he gonna announce? <laughs> That's you know, the brand what, partnership and, yeah. and, and like all the things it does for his golf game. How it's yeah. made him the 65th ranked player in the world. Yeah. Sixty fifth. I was expecting some like really overcomplicated explanation and like specific explanation for why he wore them, but he didn't really come with that. He was just like, yeah, you know, I tried them on once. I, I was, I, I don't know. He said he put eye cream on or something. They were it was comfortable. I enjoyed wearing them, which leads me to believe that this is like an early stage uh, activation. It's type just play, like the Miz in a main thing. Yeah. He did the same yeah. thing the first time yeah. he wore the Miss in a main shirt. He's like, "Oh, what? I like this shirt. It's stretchy." They are a real. They give. They just add to the whole, you know, ensemble. Yeah, kind of guy who probably isn't paying all his taxes type of look. You know, not that Phil doesn't do that, or or you know, I need to speak with SEC is needs to speak with me today. I can't make it. It's kind of look. So um, that that. Uh, do you play golf in sunglasses? Have you ever played golf? Yeah, I in play sunglasses? golf in sunglasses all the time. I don't. I. I don't. I can't. I don't do it. So I don't know. Maybe it's it's a ridiculous it look. Yeah, I don't see the ball as well anymore as when I was caddying. Um, okay, he looked like a, a clown. Hey, we, we we got that. Go Kyle ahead. Kyle Morikawa is going to make another cut. He's going to break that Tiger record. 
of uh, of rookie cuts or whatever it is. You think first, he's up to twenty two straight okay. now. I think I he's mean, got the longest cut streak on tour. So it's surprising to see him playing well. Yeah. No, or playing well anywhere. He hits it so good. Yeah. Um. Okay. What else do you want? You want to, anything else you liked that you want to talk about? Illuminate. Enjoy. Uh, yeah, I liked. I liked uh, Ricky being mic'd up. I think like you that was know, good. It was what we expected. It wasn't anything groundbreaking, but it was better than coverage. The other thing that was really bothering me because we did that Faldo spotlight was like how little he gives. What do you mean? He knows so much about golf, and he gives Faldo? gives you so little. Faldo? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it just, an, I, ca- I can't stop thinking about it now. Someone always tells me the story when we get going on Faldo. It's it's a good friend of ours, a media person. About I forget the Masters. Faldo's won the Masters three times, and they're on the 18th hole, and whoever's going to win it or a chance to win it. And Nance asks him like. Nick, what do you think about this putt? What does it do? What do you think he's thinking about? And Fowler just goes, Jim, I, I don't know. And that was his insight at the moment, 18th green at the Masters. I forget the specific year or player, but a media friend of ours always tells that story when we're kind of banging on Fowler. So Yeah, he, he, for someone who has this wealth of knowledge and history, he doesn't articulate it all that great all the time. But um, uh, Other you thing think I th- liked... Yeah, I watched. Uh, I switched between the LPGA simulcast and the uh, Rovell. No, no, I didn't go. There. I didn't. I didn't dip my toe in there. I might have. I did. I might have dipped my toe for about twenty seconds in Wells and Page and decided <laughs> I, I needed to get out of there. <laughs> um, but I did. Uh, I did love uh, uh, Henny Zool and uh, Pepperell. Yeah. Good. I bet I can imagine they were good. I, 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 mean, I they bounced were around about on them for Andrew me. Cotter's dogs. It was wonderful. Really? Good. Yeah. Good. It was it was just a free flowing conversation about how Eddie's given up red wine. He says he makes too many bad decisions with red wine. <laughs> who can who can relate everybody can relate to that. So uh I watched Ravel. He was asking Jason Sobel who Adam Hadwin was. I've never <laughs> heard of him before. Hadwin was like second or third on the leaderboard at the time. Canada got up in arms about that when I tweeted that. A lot of Canadians swooping in. So, so that's good. The they spite, got Ravel. You went for the spite lesson. I mean, I was on there for like a, a minute, you know? Um, and Overall, that's what I, I think heard. it's kind of cool idea. Did you watch the Chris Ricks stream? Or I mean, Danny Cannell, whatever, the former no. Florida State, you know? Okay. Did um, you watch any? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't understand why they had 10 of them going at once. I just love Ravel. This is like PGA Tour partner, and they got him on a PGA Tour product. And he's just shitting him on all. Like I don't know who any of these guys are, basically, more or less. So he, he like didn't get ready for it at all either. <laughs> <laughs> no, at one point he was just listing off names who were in the field at Colonial in the first one, 1941, just saying the names of guys. Ben Hogan. I think Selma was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Why are we talking about this? Okay. Uh, what? Anything else you liked? Um, Shout out to Henny and Pep. I I liked golf being back. I just oh, liked being that's golf, good. golf being back. Um, I guess I. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm so tired of the shot makers course. Uh, what cliche? Oh, it's a shot oh. makers course. <laughs> 
What does that even mean? <laughs> what, what does the shot maker's course mean? It means every course you have to make shots. That's literally shots. what golf is, is you make shots. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, it was great to have golf back. I thought the broadcast, I had no complaints. They handled it well. They're obviously trying to figure out. I enjoyed two minutes in. Brooks is like, you know, what did he say? It's pretty it's fucking good. Yeah. And, you know, Nance just can only giggle. He handled it well. It's like, well, we were hoping for better audio around that. Um, broadcast was fine, right? I mean, they're, they're behind the eight ball working with it. I had no issues. Did you? No, just wait till the weekend. That's when 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 tempers fester and you know, everybody's <laughs> going to get up on the soapbox. I mean, it sounds like they're squeezed a little bit, too. Yes. Tour, tour is like banging on these networks to make up. You know, for lost time, whether it's selling the charity aspects, selling the... Well, are the charities even getting anything from the tour? A lot of rumblings behind the scenes. That the, everybody's taking a haircut except, you know, the the top players and, you know, the J.J. Henrys of the world and the, you know, Troy Merritt's who make millions of dollars, you know, adding not a ton of value, so... A lot, a lot of rumblings behind the scenes of people not super thrilled with some of the approaches. I feel like there. there's some investigative journalism that's going to come out about that, and that's going to be a bad look. So yeah, the networks might be in a tight spot here. There's CBS and uh, you know just trying to, I don't know, make up for lost commercial time and messaging time. We'll see. Uh, all right. Hey, what hey, let you... me ask you a question. Sure. What was more surprising today? Tom Lehman shooting five under uh-huh. or J.J. Henry shooting five over. More surprising? Yeah. Definitely Lehman, right? I mean, Henry's uh, does the Henry thing under su- cuts. <laughs> Come on. Did you like how they did the Fort Worth guys off the split tees, lead it off? Palmer went off one and Henry went off the other. I just think this guy... You, should be in, in any tournament for the rest of the year. Oh my god, he is such a punching bag for you. It's just what was he doing in these fields? I don't know. I don't know. All right, some things I didn't like. You you hit on JJ Henry. Uh, at one point, I had a tweet or somebody tweeted favored favorited or something from a Gary Woodland tracker. I just got to, can I make a plea that we slow the hell down with these fucking tracker <laughs> accounts? Like we just, Gary Woodland does not need a tracker. I realized the Tiger tracker one became immensely popular. Nobody needs a tracker other than Tiger. Gary Woodland, I really like the guy. Looks like he dropped, went the opposite of Thick Boy, dropped 25 pounds. Uh, but Gary Woodland does not need a tracker and we need to stop with these accounts. That's all. That's the thing I didn't like. I noticed. I, I apparently, you know, whoever runs it, maybe a listener, you know, you're, nothing you're, against you. You're attacking trackers everywhere. Uh how about Kevin Nas logo? Did you see this? No. He is just maximizing the whole like quick walk, pick it up out of the whole thing. Oh, to the high hell. Well, it's a I bit much. I appreciate this not an intertwined K N. I was over that whole thing like the next day after it happened at Sawgrass, and we just keep getting it. It just oh, we we got it. So his logo is him like you know leaning to grab the ball out of the hole, silhouette type thing. 
I think that, you know, whatever. Everybody needs a logo. We have a logo. I think uh, his logo should be him him waggling behind the ball as an homage to when it t- when he couldn't pull the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody sent us a story about a nah story today. Somebody was playing with them, and he he brought an official over and just to complain about how long the hole was. Nothing more. Not not might be a bit of a red ass. Oh, he is. Um, he totally is. When, yeah. when we went to the L.A. Open that one year, yeah, um, I was like the first thing I walk out onto the course, and the first thing is not walking down the fairway with his caddy. He's like, I "Can't believe how fucking short the rough is." <laughs> Can you fucking believe this? Like that's literally the first thing I heard when I walked onto the golf course. He did the Aaron Hills video with the fescue gate, right? Yeah. He complains apparently about how long a hole is. He dropped a big loud f bomb on the on the live this morning. Uh, so yeah, he might be kind of a lunatic. Uh, what else didn't I like? The Phil sunglasses we hit on. You didn't social like dist- them. Are social distancing is that happening? Do we know? It seems like the early reports from Brian Wacker, Daniel Rappaport, other people tweeting that have talked to players that nobody. You know, people have talked to folks at the KFT event. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. We're gonna do what we want. We're gonna go out to eat where we want. We're gonna. Did you see the thing that about the coaches? About that, Eamon yeah, Lynch yeah. tested, uh, t- tweeted. Yeah, coaches who weren't tested like aren't really observing social distancing. The tour's pissed about that. They might put them behind a rope line. So I. I Let's say it's just interesting. If, if they're going to message and say they're going to do it, they should probably do it. Where my it. frustration lies is that there's uh, millions of Americans that have had their lives drastically changed, uprooted. Um, everybody is dealing with this. And to kind of turn your nose up and, you know, you can believe whatever you want to believe about the virus. This isn't about that. And it, it's just about, okay. I'm not sure you can, dealing. to be clear. Yeah. But yeah. You know, you can believe it, but that doesn't give you the right to act like a. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing is that if just be responsible, do it, do what they're asking or else like, you know, like the thing is like you could ruin it for everyone. Oh, well, let's avoid the second wave. If it's like an easy thing about like, it's like standing six feet apart or wearing a mask, like just do it, I guess. I don't want to get a second wave, right? Um, well, it's not even about that. It's like let's not t- oh, go ahead. Yeah, it's just it's just you know follow the rules that they're setting, so that we can you know like we can have sports and nothing bad happens. You know, it's just yeah, it's like yeah. follow the rules and don't be selfish and and don't be feel like you need to be in like this is inconveniencing you. It just just do what they're saying. Like the NBA is going into a bubble. You know, like, and they they aren't going to be able to see their families for weeks and they have to take, you know, like you think about what they're doing. There's eight straight days of negative tests to get into the bubble, you know? Okay. So it's just like they aren't, they're asking so little for them to, to do, you know? And they, the, the thing that bugs me is that the inability to even do that little thing and just Mm -hmm. is, is very disrespectful to almost, you know, well, I mean, there, there's volunteers that yeah. prop these events up, and many of them come from the at-risk population. So it's not like just and the, the independent and the tour. Pla- it's just it's not just the, to the tour. It's not just the independent contractor thing. Like, yeah, it would be like you can make your own decisions and your own responsibility. But like when you start 
you know, putting the volunteers that are, it's not just you. The impacts aren't just on yourself. So that's it. Uh, anything else you didn't like bugged you, pissed you off? Um, you know, there just wasn't enough coverage of, uh, your boy, Brendan Todd. But other than that, I was fine. He did know? get ice, right? <laughs> I'm, you know, <laughs> they didn't show um, any Brendan Todd shots. I mean, what is he in the, what is he in the FedEx cup right now? Four. Yeah. He's one of, one of two time winners on tour this year. How about the FedEx Cup summary today? People who've made the most points at Colonial in their career. Who was it? It's like it was like Chris Kirk, Zach Johnson leads, Spieth was in there. Like what what is what is the context? What do we do with this information? What does it even mean? Uh, so it's good to get that back. Uh one thing I didn't like to dip out onto the other tour, Grayson Murray, W D. Hits it in the water a couple of times. Did you see this? I did not see this. Walked off after seven holes. Guys are dying for Corn Ferry Tour starts. I think I saw Ben Martin was the first alternate at the time. Uh, but yeah, Grayson, I, it's unclear what he what happened. It, it would appear that he hit it in the water, uh, like back-to-back shots or something, and then just walked off after seven holes. As starts are in you know, prime demand right now do you so think people he should be pissed. penalized kind of right somebody suggested that like he should have to sit out if, if like there's really nothing wrong with him or injury wise you know that's bullshit so but it's grayson murray the bars you know low and expected what's the what's the counter of that is that, that i i think walking off the golf course sucks but at the same time He's just speeding up play, maybe. He's thinking. I guess. I don't I t- think so. No, I don't think that's what he's going. Paul Barjan leads. Sorry, I'm looking at the leaderboard. Hey, can, uh, Mackenzie Tour uh, moneyless winner last year. He's a Frenchman. He leads Tim Wilkinson, Taylor Moore, Christopher, as you call him. Christopher Ventura. <laughs> I saw that Ryan Brem. was on the board. Oh, there's a million guys that shot. Whatever. There's like eight guys that are T2. So, um, yeah, KFT. Back nice, to nice bu- to... back to bunch leaderboards on the KFT. Back to bunch. What is uh even par? There are, yeah, it looks like eighty three guys at even or better. That, so. that place got dumped on. One thing I didn't like, and this is nothing that can be done about this. This is just the nature of Colonial in June. Is how soft yeah. the greens are. Yeah, like there's uh, nothing uh, they can do, and. It's because they have bent grass and they need to keep it alive. I just it just illuminates why it, it sucks to have colonial in in May even because it's so yeah. hot there that they it's not the best time of the year to have a golf tournament there. It would be wonderful if they had it in March. Yeah. Or yeah. April. Like why can't I mean, we have it's, it's there? It's usually late then? May too. It's yeah. like the last week of it's Memorial Day. Even weekend, the usually. beginning, the first week of May would be wonderful. Yeah. I just don't, yeah. sometimes this is something that kind of gets, it, and this is obviously, this has nothing to do with this year. Uh-huh. It's like, why do we play Colonial in late May? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, anything else on the scores of early action? Do you have any reaction? Nothing? Good? We cover it? Yeah, I got nothing else. I got. I mean, it was just a fantastic day. It was around. so delightful in the morning. Just, just having golf back. Credit to everyone who got it off the ground. News. Real quick, Ryder Cup changes. It appears that there will be six captains' picks and six points 
qualifiers on the U.S. side. I don't know if this is any indication that we might have a Ryder Cup. Um, it would seem like the Ryder Cup has to have fans, given the players' firm stance on that and talk of boycott and Rory saying, you know, like it's not going to happen if there aren't fans based on the player stances. But we'll see. Um, do you care? Do you have any reaction to six and six, six picks for Strix? Um, I thought that Nick Mackey had a great take on it is that points lists are always going to be better determinant of of players than than the than more captains picks why because you get into sort of political maneuvering with that it's going to get more more buddy buddy and less and less merit 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 base do you think that's bad though i mean what if what if like a guy's a real pain in the ass like should be on the team (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i mean he he submarine (laughs) them the last two times like, let's not forget the President's Cup. He was a complete sideshow circus clown at the President's Cup. I get that he won a singles point on the last day over, I think, the bread man. But, like, he sucked and made it just a total circus for them the first two, two three days. What, so, what would have to happen for him to get kicked off? What does that mean? If he like, was on by points or? Like, what would have to happen for him to get the Pablo Martin treatment that the guy got? When uh, Ali wanted to play. Oh, Miguel Angel Martin? Miguel Martin? Angel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a great story. Uh, I mean, it should have already happened, right? I mean, what what more do we need to see and hear and know? But he's playing well. I mean, he won Mexico, so you know he's probably going to make it, of course. But no reaction. Six and six. You'd rather more points, but... You know, it's I, a I funky year. Point, point, yeah, it's a it's a weird year, weird circumstances. Okay. But I thought Nick Mackey's point was really yeah. good because he it it makes a lot of sense. Is that uh, uh, more captains picks the more we get in the buddy buddy zone of of sure. Zatch and and, yeah. and Jimbo Furyk, you know, getting oh. <laughs> DL three. Yeah, the brain just trust a c- just getting closed the- loop of captains. <laughs> I so. I can't stand the captain. I think they should. I think they should have just non-golf captains next time. Michael Jordan. No, no. I think they should go. They should get like a maybe like a who was the guy that played the coach in Blue Chips? Was it Nick Nolte? Oh yeah, Nick Nolte. <laughs> yeah, that that would go well. <laughs> it would make a lot of sense. People would be into that. Okay, other news. Denzel did a good job. To remember the Titans. He like did. famous actor uh, sports coaches. <laughs> okay. Because that's about that. as much as I think a Ryder Cup captain matters. Maybe. Actually, yeah. Big Earn did matter a lot, I thought. Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> All right, other news. Tiger appears to be headed to Harbortown, if we're reading the, the boat nautical maps via, what, it Riggs had this first, I think, yes. on a couple days ago. Um Cool. Would be good. Might, it seems like Harbor Town's going to be absolutely loaded. We'll know tomorrow. The field is confirmed Friday afternoon. Uh, but it looks like privacy is headed up the coast and or is already up the coast. It seems like top five in the world are committed again. And Tiger. Good good stuff, right? Next week, Harbor Town. See Tiger every, play every that? Every time I hear about privacy moving, moving somewhere, I think about how much I would love to have that yacht. Why? Just I mean, be amazing. of course, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't be a bad. It's got to be so expensive just to get it, to, just to go on a trip in it. 
to fuel it and yeah. The yeah. fuel he's probably got like a staff, you know? Sure. Sure. That's how yachts work. That's how the yeah, people gotta have a lot of money for one. Um, I have no other news. Should we do a quick flashback? Sure. We're gonna go a flashback. Flashback. Flashlight. Flash, flash, flashback. flashback Friday. Let's do a flash. It's, eh. I think all flashbacks are kind of flashlights. Yeah, it's like a real little keychain flashlight, maybe. Okay. Uh, we're going back to the 1993 Southwestern Bell Colonial winner. Ah. Do you know who won in 1993? Um, I'm going to guess Fred Funk. Fulton Allum. <laughs> South Africa's own Fulton Allum beat Greg Norman by a shot. It was one of his three PGA Tour wins. He won the Independent Insurance Agent Open in 91. Then he won Colonial in 93. And then a month, a couple months later, he won the NEC, World Series of Golf. The, he got which hot. was featured prominently in the uh, Jose Maria, uh, Ollie spotlight on Monday. So he beat Norman by a shot. Alum, by the way, just complete character. You know, when you Google and the first image that comes up on the side is just cigarette hanging out of his mouth. He looks diminutive. He's not like woozy level, but he's, he's under six feet. He's got like a little bit of hunched shoulders. And he's beefy. The smoke hanging out of his mouth. Uh, is, he, is he thick in a Westy way or thick in a Bryson way? Or is he thin? He's, 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 he's probably pudgy, you know, a little, little pudgy. Not not Like thick. a woozy pudge. Woozy, yeah, woozy pudge to him. Uh, you, you Listeners are welcome to... Google it. Uh, so he wins Colonial by a shot. Apparently he set a record at the time at 264. Uh, during the round, he he hit a ball. Um, the key moment came at number nine when his, his ball crossed the water, the hazard, three times on his way to a unique par. What? His initial approach cleared the green front pond, struck the rock wall in front of it, and caromed back across the hazard, landing on dry ground. He Stuffed the next one close and made par. In the round, the final round, he hit, he struck a tree. His ball like crushed a tree, hit the rock wall, and also had a ball land in a folding chair. Still like navigated at home to beat Norman by a shot and set uh, at the time, I think, a 264 scoring record. So let's go into a little bit about this Fulton Allen. This is the whole thing is that winning is what? so so lucky sometimes. Yeah, yeah. If it goes, yeah, if it hits off the wall and goes in the water, then he's done. A little bit about Fulton Allum. He's a child of great privilege, South Africa. Uh, not a blue-collar blue person by any means. Uh, he, his family had the largest corn farm in the Southern Hemisphere. Holy cow. And, and the only privately owned grain silos in South Africa at the time. He's, his dad was good friends with Gary Player, which kind of pushed him into the game. Uh, he has 11 Sunshine Tour wins to go with his P- three PGA Tour wins. 15 overall. There's another like other win, like a million dollar challenge or something in South Africa. So 15 total wins, completely middling major championship record. <laughs> his best finish at the Masters is T38, T31 at the PGA, T33 <laughs> at the US Open, T44 at the Open. Just the most middling how many Best. did he play in? Uh, a handful? Uh, uh, yeah. Say, you know, f- 10, something like that. 15, somewhere in there. Of each? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. 
maybe maybe 10 starts so uh he just didn't what? have enough time to acclimate himself and get comfortable so he doesn't sound like a real peach he sounds like real hothead kind of a jerk and uh so at the 2000 players i want to say he like shot a first round 65 and went and talked to the media and just like let it rip and everybody wrote the same story about it and I guess this would have been the one that Hal Sutton won. Um, he apparently loves to curse. This is a Randall Mell article. He's the unofficial leader in fines for cursing on a golf course. Um, I guess he's paid about $20,000 in cursing fines. He was fined five grand and suspended three weeks for cursing at Reno Tahoe. A three-week cursing suspension. I guess he dropped the F-bomb in front of an old lady and she turned him in. He claimed she was hiding in the bushes and got and caught him yelling the f word. What, what do you mean hiding in the bushes to hear curses? Uh, he also was turned in by Bob Estes and Tom Kite at Bay Hill. Turned him in for cursing seven years ago. He said that cost him two grand. He claims I never swear at a person. Vicious. I just swear. I just swear at myself. Golf is frustrating sometimes. I have to vent. Um. So his game, what else? Imagine oh, if they mic'd him up. Yeah, it would, wouldn't be good. Uh, he's apparently very critical of other players, too, outspoken about them, especially with pace of play. Uh, in 2000, he found out he had to play with Omar Uresti at the players after this win. He goes, that's not going to bode well for me. He's a little deliberate, Alam said. And I am very fast. I like Omar. He's a good guy. But he's just got to speed it up as far as I'm concerned. And, and he goes, he yearns. This is a uh, Bob, I think Doug Ferguson story. He yearns for the old days when he turned pro first. And the veterans would yell at the younger players for slow play. He goes, today we have to send a lawyer's letter atmosphere. But not for him. When he played with Estes once, which might get to the root of why he was turned him in once, played with Bob Estes. I wrote it right across his scorecard. You are too slow. <laughs> At the end of the round, wrote it on his scorecard. <laughs> this is incredible. Him and I are okay now. But there was a while where he just didn't want to look at me. I think it's just wrong. Etiquette is not a small city in France. We have to play by the rules. Um, what else did he do? Uh, Tom, yeah, Tom Kite and Estes turned him in. Uh, he also, I guess, he got in trouble. A fi- speaking of pace and play at the MCI Classic, a 15-year-old cart dro- cart, golf cart driver was giving Alam a ride, and he thought the boy was driving too slow, so he stepped on the boy's foot to hold down the accelerator. The boy complained, and Alam got fined for that, too. You mad? A 15-year-old just, kid. He just seems like he's always in a hurry. Not a, uh, not a good vibe. Not a, not, yeah, a little tense. A lot of fines. I love the old lady. That's the, I mean, he's squaring at an old lady. Nick Price calls him an enigma. Tom Lehman said he's the kind of guy you really don't get a neutral opinion of. Sutton said, if you don't want to hear how it really is, well, you better not talk to Fulte. Uh, Seems like he's just a truth teller. He also, so this is 2,000 players. He kind of took a run at Tiger. He goes, when I stand on the first tee, I look into his eyes. I'm looking to try to beat him. I'm not going to go Davis Love and all these other guys that say, oh, he's so tough. I'm going for the gusto. So he pops Davis Love in there. 
<laughs> I'm not gonna the, go off. The best is, is, is coming from a guy whose best major finish is thirty-third. So he's, you know, got a run of his mouth at Tiger and, you know, pops DL3 in the same sentence. Uh, so, so his game really went south after that 93 Colonial, because I guess after he won Colonial, he called his wife all excited. He goes, hey, sweetheart, I just won the golf tournament Colonial. And she, she responded by saying, I don't love you anymore. I want a divorce. I am not coming back to the United States. I thought she was joking. But uh, and then he quotes, "No, it's not nice. It's not good at all." He goes, "It was misery that they." She says, "Then he won the World Series of golf." She figured out, according to him, what the purse was and came back to him, and they had four or five years of misery in <laughs> marriage. And quote, "Eventually, she left with some ski instructor from Denver, which is like out of a movie." Uh, so last last bit. Uh, getting back to Colonial, not a uh, not a fan of of. Oh, here's one more anger story. Apparently, he breaks everything all the time. He, he goes, he can't handle mediocrity. I get so mad. One year at the MCI, his caddy Bob Bullet Burns said, "He goes, Bullet, give me the something to break." He's just looking for something to break. He goes, "Why don't you break par?" The caddy went back at him. And he was playing with Price and VJ. He was buddies with VJ. They laughed for 20 minutes um, and couldn't hit the ball on the next tee. Getting back real quick to Colonial. He's uh, had some really, really strong opinions about the Annika thing and doubled down on him. He goes, this is a SI interview, first person interview. Go. He goes, this is the question. You are very, shall we say, outspoken. Don't you think you should avoid interviews like this? Fulton, mate, they nailed our Lord to the cross for being honest. How, how do you think I could escape? A little melodramatic. You were one of Annika's shrillest critics heading to Colonial. What do you think now that it's over? Alum, you can't put a Clydesdale in the Kentucky Derby and hope to win. That's all this was. Not a great one. He goes, I was, they thought he was grinding to sort of, to beat Annika in the round because he, he shot a second round 66 after shooting a 75. Because I was really grinding, I'll tell you that. But you have to understand that we like to have a bit, of, a bit of fun in our fraternity and give the needle. That's all we were doing with her, giving a bit of the needle. The great game of golf. And, you know, they asked if he was vindicated when she missed the cut. Alum, the great game of golf will always have its say in the end. And it had its say with her. The great game of golf doesn't lie. That's what should be written. At the end of the day, I'm going to go do what men do. Play golf with other men. And she should play with other women. Not the most enlightened quote. Um, and he just said, you know, I, you know, this was all a publicity stunt. A very good publicity stunt. I guess she's a great champion and all, but the courses we play are way too hard for her. I must say, it was not a realistic dream for her. I don't remember it that way at all. But again... Alum's not high profile enough to get the score in that VJ saying that followed you know him forever. And and saying unlike saying, he didn't exactly say he was misquoted. He had an interview afterwards and, and went down. even hotter at him. So you know, he seems like he just he tells the truth. I don't know if that's the truth, that men should play with men and women should play with women. I'm not Doesn't saying tell you the truth the on truth. that. I'm not 
That was the wrong word. I meant the uh, he's just uh, he tells his opinion, his honesty. Yeah, he, he lets it rip. He's not sugarcoated. I Seems not, like a real hothead. Hey, I know what you meant. We know what you meant. I did not mean the truth. <laughs> that those statements were true. So that's your 1993 Colonial winner, Fulton Allen, three-time PGA Tour winner, 15 worldwide wins. Notable hothead with bad opinions. Okay, that's it for Friday. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. Everyone enjoy the golf. Enjoy this weekend. You have any parting words? You good? I, I'm good. I'm, I can't wait to lock in. I'm ready to go. It should be a fantastic weekend. Great field. Good leaderboard. Stories are already bubbling, and we will have a uh, enjoyable Monday rewind for this. Find us some uh, film festivals. Send Brian, uh, Bryson's quarantine video too. All right, guys. Enjoy your weekends. Talk to you Monday. Thank you.